Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pull Up a Stump with your hosts, Cassie and Riot. What's up, bitches? <laughs> I love that that's just become the intro. <laughs> so Honestly, yeah. it's just, it, it's part of it now. It's stuck. It's going to stay forever. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. How are you? How's your day? Let's fill them in. Uh, today has been okay. It's been a good day. It's not a bad day, but it's not like jumping for joy kind of day. It was really dead at work. And then I told myself I was going to be motivated and it wasn't motivated enough because I just did not accomplish half of what I wanted to. Yeah, those days happen. I feel like that's been my entire week, but yeah. I feel like I have more of those days than more motivated days. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Which Sometimes. kind of like leads us to today's topic, which is like, we're in a damn funk and we need to vent. Yeah, totally. Let's start with our positive affirmation because we got to at least start this off on a good positive <laughs> foot because, like, right? Just said, we are about to vent um, and just like, yeah, talk about some shit. So, um, I'll go first because it's right here. Mine, and it actually kind of goes with today's topic too, but it's, I am stronger than this emotion. Oh, good one. Mm -hmm. I have one that's kind of like topic related today too. Uh, I am resilient and I can get through anything. Woohoo. Yes. Should have been telling ourselves this all week. I have not. I've only looked up this daily affirmation today. Yeah. I could have used it like last Friday. Dang it. Now we know. And now all you know. Oh, man. You know, the more you know, the more you know. The more you know. Learn something new every day. But, yeah. I just, I know you've been in a little bit of one. I've been in a little bit of one. And honestly, I've been like kind of seeing it like on my Facebook or whatever, right? Like people being like, and I think it's just kind of like going around and I don't understand why, because now we're in summer and like normally everybody's happy in summer because seasonal depression like isn't a thing anymore, but I don't know. We're not absorbing it. I don't know what's going on. What is, what like star and moon is in line right now. That's like throwing us all into retrograde or something is in retrograde. Someone tell me. Anybody on like the, the 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 witchy network out there, let me let me know, okay? Cuz I try to keep up. I'm just sometimes I suck at it and then I don't know what's going on and then someone tells me like, "Hmm, oh, Mercury's in retrograde." And I'm like, "Oh. This makes sense." I or someone will say, "Oh, it's a full moon," but I'm usually I'm not really affected negatively by the full moon, but I guess it depends on what it's in line with, I suppose. I don't understand. I don't understand any of that world. I don't understand what any of that means. What retrograde, what Mercury has to do with it. I don't understand any of it. Really? Nope. I think think that that you would actually really enjoy kind of like diving down that rabbit hole and like just doing some research on it because it makes a lot of sense about a lot of things that are going on. Like even like people have like certain numbers that they see. And when they see like 
a repetitive number all the time. They like research it and try and figure out like, what does this number combination mean? Mm-hmm. But like, there's like numbers, there's retrograde, there's like planets in line with different planets. And, you know, like there's your astrology sign, your rising, your moon, like there's a whole bunch, there's tons. And I am a very firm believer that it's the universe that fucks with you. And if you understand the universe, you understand why it's fucking with you. See, and I've always wanted to figure out that whole like rising sun sign and stuff like that. But you need, well, from my understanding anyway, you need to know like what time you were born at. Yep. And I don't know what time I was born at and I don't talk to either of my parents. So I'm like, I can't really figure out what time I was born at. Just send your mom a random text. Hey, quick question. What time was I born? Yeah. Like, I don't, she like, probably, hey, wouldn't, wouldn't, probably wouldn't even remember. Goodness. Actually, I think uh, one time, like freaking 10 years ago, I did ask her that because this, somebody was talking about this and I'm like 99% positive that, yeah, she was like, I don't know sometime in the morning and i was like that just goes to show <laughs> like i will never forget what time my kids were born <laughs> me neither like what mainly because i told the nurse she was wrong oh no <laughs> but like i will forever know what time i was born because my birthday is the day after valentine's day and i was born two hours and seven minutes after valentine's day so at 207 a.m this glorious bitch was born. (laughs) So I will always know the time that I was born. And I think I got two different rising um, answers from two different websites. So I would like to find one that is like really, really accurate or like highly recommended really, because I've gotten like a rising of Capricorn and I've gotten a rising of Scorpio. Now, I kind of lean a little bit more towards, well, I can't even say I lean towards either because I lean towards both of them because on the Capricorn side of things, I'm very like work driven and I'm very family orientated. Like a lot of things make real, like they mean a lot to me, Mm -hmm. but then on the Scorpion side of things, I'm a spicy bitch. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm 100% an Aquarius. I'm very unique and creative and aloof and relaxed and free spirited. And I don't like being trapped. That's why I'm not an affectionate person. Cause I just don't like feeling squished for lack of a better term. Okay. But with the Scorpio side of things, I'm like, come at me, bitch. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> when so, you when you said that oh i'm a scorpio or that i was like yep scorpio makes sense in my head from like what i understand about scorpio like again and, and i know like a little bit about the whole like zodiac stuff but i do know about scorpios and i was like yeah that that makes sense but what's your uh what's your sign pisces oh yeah that makes sense Use what everybody says. Bitch. Pardon? Pisces are really flighty, like flaky, kind of. You know, I'm not yeah. flaky. <laughs> um, you're really bad at making decisions, or decisions are hard for you to like concretely like confirm. Um, you're emotional as hell. 
Yep. Yep. But you're also like internally emotional. Yeah. That's where I'm. Yeah. I don't really come off like a super emotional person most of the time, but it's all going on up in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like rattling around in there like a plate of spaghetti just gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like the choice, the like decision making thing that you were just talking about, it's like, I'm not, I don't struggle with making a choice in the sense that like once I've made it, I've made it. But it's like, I think the only thing that I struggle with making a choice is that I think about every single possible option of every single possible choice. And so be a little ADHD, my dear. So it like <laughs> takes me, so it takes me like forever to get there because I'm like, okay, well, this could happen, that could happen, this could happen. And if that happens, this will happen. And but if I do that, then this will happen. But then if this doesn't happen, then this, this and this will happen. And so then I'm like sitting there being like, oh my God, the choice is overwhelming. <laughs> I feel like that's where like somewhere in like, you know, in my stars, the Pisces exists because I'm very much the same way. Where like I will think of every single scenario. And be like, but what if this and that? But what if this happens? But then that can happen. But then this can happen. Or it could turn into that. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I need to stop. It's yeah. like when you have intrusive thoughts when you're driving. Like, what if I just, like, drove off this bridge? Would I survive if I hit the bottom? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. The weirdest things come into my, my mind and these intrusive thoughts. And I'm like, huh, weird. Let's not do that. <laughs> That's probably half the reason why... We get in funks or why particularly at this point in time, I'm in a funk because I'm faced with so many like choices and situations at the moment in like every aspect of my life. Like oh, yeah. the stuff with Quinn, with people, with my kids, like with myself, with my job, with like everything like school everything there's just so many moving parts at the moment and because i am a type of person that like weighs every single option that's probably half the reason why i'm in such a funk oh yeah and i'm just like i think i'm just like overwhelmed and i honestly think that that's where like nine times out of ten that's where my funks come from it's not even like like if somebody hurts me or if like somebody pisses me off or if something like really crazy happens, it'll put me in a funk for maybe like a day to like three days. I get over that shit real quick. I I get I deep dig deep into my like barriers and boundaries and walls that I have, and I'm like, Meh, built that bridge, get over it, or like there's that wall. But when I have like a million different things going on, that's what sends me into the funk because I think I'm so like just it's like that tab, like the computer that has freaking a hundred tabs open and eventually the computer is too warm and it just crashes and it's like, that's me. I'm just like, of death. I'm like, <laughs> that's my brain right now. Cause there's just, it's like, and then I just get there and then I just, I think it just emotionally like exhausts me. And then it's way harder for me to get out of emotional exhaustion than like physical exhaustion. Oh yeah. There's, there's not enough sleep or meditation or yoga or 
coffee in the world sometimes to pull you out of that emotional funk. Yeah. Like, I'm just like... It takes something largely significant to really do that that trick. Yeah. Where's my largely significant thing at the moment? Because this girl is tired. <laughs> like, come on. I need I a break. Know, maybe there's like a special root tea for that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> We're gonna go no, see like I, the- I get into my head too like that and I get overwhelmed with things. Like if it's like stuff going on at work or like just the like people in my life, I have a really hard time when you know all of a sudden like communication just kind of stops and i have a million and one thoughts as to why i have a million and one ideas as to like you know what went wrong what could you could you have said um but then there are times where you know like it's it's in my head where i you know kind of like feel left out or i feel um what's the word i'm looking for abandoned look down on (laughs) okay so it's really easy for me to kind of like think to myself like oh man am i being judged right now or am i going to get judged because like oh i was five minutes late i'm going to get judged or Mm -hmm. um and it could be like for anything and like or i get like you know like are you not is is this happening because like i'm a bad person is it happening because i'm a bad friend and i have had two people tell me recently that you know i kind of like shit the bed and i was like dude and like that hurt you know what i mean like you don't really ever Mm want to hear that from your friends considering i've always been that type of person to give like 110 percent to my friendships like it doesn't matter what i'm doing like if you call me and say like hey i need you I will always drop what I'm doing to be there. And one, this one recent instance I didn't. And I was like, man, like, I'm really sorry. And there's just those moments where you kind of have to like, like full on um, responsibility for your action. And like most people are like, oh, well, I had this going on or, oh, well, I was doing that. And, you know, like, well, life was really busy and life can definitely be really busy, but there are definitely those times where, you legitimately just need to be like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I really didn't. But then, you know, like, it. those are just the situations where you know that that's the situation. That's the case. That's what happened. And using busy life as an excuse is still really shitty. Yeah. But I think, and I deal with this a lot of the time, with my clients is that we also, I think, and I know I'm guilty of this, like don't give ourselves enough grace. Like there does come a time when like, you're just tapped out. Like you can't give anymore or like you were legitimate, like you're allowed to be busy with other things. Like other things are allowed to occupy your time. And then no, yeah, it's when you make the commitment to be there though. Oh, I see you what you're say saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll be there. You know, I just got this, this, and this to do, and then we'll we'll meet up or whatever. And that's what happened in this in this instance, this situation. Um, and it was just one of those where I tried to kind of like move things to a different day, so I had a little bit more wiggle room, and it just completely blew back in my own face. Mm. And I hate, I absolutely hate committing to doing something 
and not being able to fulfill that commitment because then yeah. I feel like not only have I let myself down, but I've let everybody else down. Yeah. It's just, we, it's, it's a curse and a blessing. We were talking about this the other night in the car. I was just going <laughs> to say that we talked about this last night. Yeah. Yeah. See, this was, it was already happening. It was already happening. Yeah. And we didn't even it, know it. It was too tired and, you know, but like kind of where I was going with before, it's like, I, like we're we're so much um a lot of the time I find like if you really look at your funk that you're in currently you kind of are the like your own worst enemy a lot of the time at Big least time. I know that's for me like and I, I see it all the time with my clients and my friends in this and it's like because you don't give yourself enough grace because you don't um allow yourself to feel any other emotion besides like guilt or anger or overwhelm. And it's like, there are other emotions evolve or involved in the funk and we have to recognize those as well, right? Like sometimes this is because of anxiety. Sometimes this is because of like an over excitement. Sometimes this is, you know, whatever. And when we don't pay attention to the other emotions that are like part of the funk, then that's why I think like the funk can even last longer because you're just caught up on like, ah, I just feel like a bag of shit. Oh, I just feel like a shitty friend. Oh, I just feel whatever. And then when you don't pro properly, <laughs> properly process all of the emotions <laughs> involved, then we're just like stuck in this funk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what happened to me in this last week. I'm just like stuck on feeling. I, I think, think it's... You this week have had like textbook upon textbook upon textbook <laughs> upon textbook. And then there's like little tiny Cassie hiding <laughs> under the textbooks. And then smash. There were too many books to go through. Yeah. And those, it's, a, it's overwhelming. overwhelming. And overstimulating. Yeah. Overwhelm and overstimulated. That's what this one's all about. And I think that that's an important part of like getting out of any like rough spot that you're in, not necessarily just a funk, but is, and I was actually just talking to this, talking to my clients about this the other day, but I was like, you have to be able to pinpoint the emotion that is directly correlated to like the situation that you're in right now. Because let's just say, for example, right? Like you're in a, you're in a funk right now because you know, you have so many work commitments going on. Okay. That's cool. You can deal with all the work commitments and all that, and you'll eventually knock them all off your to-do list. But if you don't recognize that this funk stemmed from overwhelm, and if you don't figure out how to deal with yourself in an overwhelmed state, then you're going to end up in this funk again because life will keep happening. Shit will keep coming. You know, more work things will keep coming. And if you don't properly realize like, okay, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I have to do like steps A, B, and D, A, B, and D, A, B, and C. We're to skip and C apparently. Um, and like C. And, um, you know, then be able to recognize the trigger and recognize, um, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed. This is what I need to do to stop yourself from, getting into a funk again yeah yeah but then what could you what do, you do? To, like, to like i don't know preemptively 
plan ahead. Right? Like, like tools, coping mechanisms, fine. But I mean, like, there are definitely, like, legitimate things that you can do, whether it be, like, a schedule, a different kind of routine, changing your routine, um, that you can do where you're not, like, double booking and overwhelming and overstimulating yourself on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I feel like life right now is overstimulating without even trying. Yeah. If it's not, you know, like inflation, work, friends, um, balancing all of those, you know, your work life, your friend life, your your social life. Uh, and then, you know, like what happens when you get to a point where you're just kind of like staying so overly busy and so overly stimulated so that way you don't have to deal with anything. That's right? You don't, you're not processing those emotions because you're like, no, I'm just going to keep at it at work or I'm just going to keep at it at home or I'm going to, you know, just keep myself overly stimulated. And then all of a sudden when you're burnt out and you have to process all that, those emotions, like, what does that look like? It just like comes flooding and generally you just burn out and crash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, but crash hardcore. Yeah. Like I would be terrified to see what the outcome of that would look like. Like I keep myself busy on a regular basis, but it's because I like to be busy. Mm -hmm. I like to do things like to go places. I probably have way too much on the go, but that's okay. I, I do enjoy it. But being overstimulated to a point of not really emotionally being there for yourself is scary. Mm-hmm. Because we're always the last ones that have any importance in our lives, right? Well, nine times out of ten. Especially as moms and stuff because, you know, we have everybody else to take care of before we take care of ourselves. And so then eventually you're just like running in Mach 10 and then all of a sudden it's like you hit that wall and you are so tapped out helping everybody else out and dealing with everything else that you don't even have the energy to to help yourself. Yeah. And so then for me, like, that's when I completely just shut down and I like will not reply to things on my phone. I'll just like curl up and like do the bare minimum. And I mean, yeah, like I just keep my kid alive and keep my kid happy and like that's pretty much it and those are the days when like i realize that you know i put caden down at night and i'm like holy shit i've eaten like two cheesies today because i don't even eat you know i don't even really drink any water nothing and one thing that yeah i've started to like really realize is that because those used to happen like all the time for me because i am that type of person that purposely overpacks my schedule so that I don't have to deal with things, right? Like I'm like, oh, I'll just stay super busy and like things will just work out. Like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't really work like that. Um, and so everything implodes. Yeah. And so then eventually, like, I just kind of came to a point where I was like, Hey girl, like you got to really start learning some, basically like some self-soothing freaking techniques because, you're not taking care of like yourself anymore. And 
that's not good. Um, you know, that's what led to my demise like two years ago, some of it anyway. And, um, I think that for me, like meditation was a big thing. Um, and I, I freaking resisted meditation, like nobody's business. I thought it was just like some hippy dippy shit. And I was like, not my thing. I am so busy that honestly meditation frustrated me more than it benefited me for like a month and a half because just even sitting down for like a five minute meditation felt like I was hanging myself from a tree. Like it was painful to just sit there and focus on breathing. But like now when I'm feeling like that, or if I'm feeling myself getting overwhelmed or whatever, like sometimes I meditate like five, six times a day. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I need to I need to calm my shit. Um, other thing that I've also found like super helpful is I just like write everything down in my phone. Like I have notes and I'll just write down like what I'm thinking and, and not necessarily even write it. Sometimes I'll just do, I or a lot of the time, I'll do the voice like to text thing. Oh, and yeah. so I'll just talk it out. And it'll be like writing it down on my phone. You having a little therapy session with Siri? Basically. <laughs> and then I'll like read back the notes and I'm like, okay, like, you know, and figure out what I'm going and being able to like figure out what I'm thinking and go from there because it's so, there's just so much going on upstairs that it's so hard oh, yeah. to like figure out where to start, you know? Well, couple all of that with like ADHD. And I was never diagnosed ADHD. When I was a kid, I was diagnosed ADD. So I didn't have the hyperactivity portion of things, but it's still, it's, it's now all of the same. It's all the same across the board. And I find that like, it has caused good and bad things in my adulthood. But when I'm overwhelmed and overstimulated, like you stay busy because you have to just keep going. Mm -hmm. So that way you don't have to deal. Mm -hmm. I kind of do the opposite where I will completely just disappear. I will check out. No one, you, you don't hear from me. I don't call. I don't text. I don't reach out. I don't, I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything. I just kind of like, I emotionally check out, but I've learned that that's not technically a bad thing to do because I need to recharge. Mm -hmm. I give out so much energy that when I actually need that energy that I give out, I have none left. Mm -hmm. And then I realize I am running literally on less than fumes. Yeah. And then I don't sleep. Um, there are nights where I don't go to sleep until like 4.30 in the morning. Jeez Louise. Because I just can't turn anything off. And I'm desperately trying to find energy or recharge or replenish that energy. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to figure this out like ASAP. Because I'm going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. Go to bed at 4.30 in the morning. You have to be up by 6.30 because you have to get your child off to school and ready to go and then to work. You've now had like, what, two, two and a half hours of sleep? Two hours? If you're lucky. Yeah. And then you have to like function and be like right as rain and nice to people, service industry, right? So yeah, it's, it's rough. 
And then when you get home, you just, you're, you're back in that same funky cycle. Mm-hmm. Meditation I- was a wonderful thing, but I envisioned like a box and I call it Pandora's box. So when I meditate, I sit there and I just like, in my mind, there is this box chilling there and everything from the day that has either upset me or pissed me off or confused me or perplexed me or all of these things, I like put it in that damn box and I lock it and I'm like, and you're going to stay there until I feel like opening Pandora's box again. <laughs> and you do come out of meditation feeling almost lighter in a way. Like you feel like you're holding on to less. But then I realize I still have to deal with what's in the damn box. Mm-hmm. But hopefully now that you've, sorry, now that you've like done that, you're in a better, like, I think the point anyway, excuse me, goodness, the point of meditation as it's like baseline is to be able to control the emotion that you're feeling at the moment. Right. I think that that's, yeah. well, that's what I understand about emotion anyway, and that, or the, about meditation. And that's what it does for me, um, is to be able to control it. So you went into meditation in like, you know, level eight, you put everything in Pandora's box, you did your meditation. And then now you are coming out of meditation at like a level two and it's much easier to deal with Pandora's box at a level two than it is at a level eight. And that's, so you, you did, you succeeded at what you were supposed to do. Right. And so it's just easier to like address life when you have a handle on the emotion. And that's why I said like kind of my, my, uh, affirmation today, I am stronger than this emotion. You know, you gotta be stronger than the funk. And one other thing too, um, it's kind of funny that this is all like tying together, but literally in, apex like my the the place i coach for um we just had like an emotional eating challenge it was a two-week challenge where we dug into emotional eating and all this kind of thing and i did a live on it and i was telling the women like because i think uh, i gotta make sure i don't lose my train of thought on this but the friggin I think one of the things anyway that a lot of women, let's just speak to women, um, because I can't speak for men, but that deal with is like, we want to be perfect at everything. We got to make sure that we're the best mom, the best wife, the best girlfriend, the best job, the best house cleaner, all this shit. And so we also, you know, like, let's say we have our routine. Well, we want to be the best at our routine. And so when we are like, overwhelmed or in this funk obviously your routine is going to be affected you know and so like in regards to my women in the thing you know you're not hitting your workouts every day and you're not hitting your nutrition every day let's just say like everybody can have their version of this but let's just you know so it i'm like okay that's cool that that's fine you're not gonna hit them every day frick i've been to the gym in a week mine's because i have a sick kid but whatever and so it's like we gotta create you have to be able to like basically have two steps to your routine. There's your baseline routine. That's like your non-negotiable every day, right? Like you get up, you make your bed, you, I don't know, do some sort of morning routine and you make sure that you at least eat three meals. They don't have to be perfect meals, but you're at least eating three meals. There's your baseline. That's what you're hitting every day. And that's what you're going to focus on. 
is that is a much lower stress um, routine. And so when you're in those funks and you're like, don't beat yourself up so much that you're not hitting like the perfection, which is quote unquote, you know, hitting the gym and hitting those macros perfectly every day. And so when we kind of, I think, allow ourselves to just be okay at baseline sometimes and realize that you can't always be running at perfection that releases so much like anxiety and stress and helps us like not sink down into so much of a funk because that's when like you know if you're so caught up in not being perfect that's when you just freaking throw in the towel because you're like, well, I'm not, I can't be perfect, so what's the freaking point? Yeah, or like I'm, I'm a different word for perfect would be like I haven't like, you know, hit all my goals that I set for myself in this time frame. Yeah. So you're like, why even try? I'm just gonna throw in the towel, and yeah. then bring in six months from now, you're like sitting there again, wishing that you had started six months ago, and it's like, well, if you hadn't been so hard on yourself six months ago and realized that like one step is better than no steps, then you'd probably be, you know, way farther six months down the road. I feel and like uh, you're personally talking to me right now. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> if anything, I'm talking I to myself. I totally am feeling every single one of these words because I have done this over and over and over and over. And it's, it's definitely like a personal thing. And I know like, people around me, they, they, they wish better and they, they want better, but sometimes those wishes and those wants from people around you kind of somehow morph into like expectations. And Mm -hmm. it's really hard because once you realize that has become an expectation from that person, now you want to achieve that even more. So you're still striving for that perfection or that level of expectation. And when you don't reach it, it's almost like, you have fallen now even farther than you would doing it to yourself. Give me an example. Um, it's hard to give you an example because it's just not something that I'm comfortable talking about right now. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, it's like when, like maybe not in your life directly but like an example of what you're talking about like are you talking about like when a partner like expects you to i don't know make sure that the freaking dishwasher's on every night and then you don't turn the dishwasher on like three nights of this week so then you just feel like a failure for turning so you're just never going to turn it on again for lack of better words absolutely yeah okay okay that's okay but i know that sometimes those those expectations that you think are coming from someone else they're really not they're coming from yourself like that's 100 percent in your head Mm-hmm. Right. But you can't help but think that it's coming from that person because of, you know, maybe you want to like you're with your spouse, like you want to, you want to make them happy. Yeah. You want them to be proud of you. You want them to, you know, tell you like, Hey, fucking right on. You're doing a great job. Or I'm, you know, I'm proud of you literally. And yeah. so in your mind, you're like, Oh, okay. They have this expectation. I'm not achieving it. Oh my goodness. And now you feel even worse than if you're doing it to yourself, but you're doing it to yourself like times two. I think I understand what you're saying and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, 
kind of, you know, what I'm talking about in regards to being able to create that baseline because that also allows you to still find a sense of pride and a sense of ownership and a sense of accomplishment in yeah. getting that baseline down because those yeah. three days a week that you forgot to turn on the dishwasher well you still like got your baseline done so now just like subconsciously you are in a better position mentally to be able to like get those extra things done that you've now put on yourself like what you were just talking about because yeah. you you feel a little bit better about yourself right because you're Much like easier oh you're to add another step or an extra task yeah like we got to learn how to create that baseline you know and that's so and th and like that baseline happens fucking seven sorry seven days a week i'm really trying not to swear as much it's so weird because like i don't really swear that often in like my day-to-day -day life like i never swear around my kid i don't really like i never swear at work or anything all of a sudden i get on this podcast and i swear like a sailor like i don't understand what it is i'm just like fuck this, fuck that. like i what i don't understand um but um i think it's because we've always gone into this as we're unfiltered and we're gonna say what we're gonna say and we're gonna have our own opinions and no not everybody has to agree and that's fine but they're still ours and we're allowed to have them but with that freedom of opinion comes well fuck this freedom of speech too bitches no <laughs> i think too it's like because this is like my only adult time like where i'm not at work yeah i don't i don't speak with adults i speak with a freaking six month old all day every day and so it's like <laughs> and then if i'm speaking to adults it's at work and i have to be professional so this is like my time to just be like just let let it loose. All, all those f-poms you've been holding in all day long i'm the same at work i don't i don't swear at work or you know like we've in in our industry there are three main topics that we don't talk about which is like you know uh sex relationship or uh, religion and fucking politics i talk about yeah. politics all the time because right now you kind of can't not Every conversation derives somewhere around a, a politician or a lie that a politician said or inflation, which is amazing. Or, you know, like the cost of living crisis, you know, like it's just, it's there. So you talk about it. I just don't talk about specific, uh, politic things. Mm -hmm. Like I don't talk about voting. I don't talk about why I'm not going to vote for that person. None of that stuff. I just talk about like the, the cost of living crisis and like inflation and how grocery shopping used to be my favorite like mom outing. And now I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Like I hate grocery shopping. Talk about that. Adding to the friggin' funk is that even going out and like accomplishing normal day to day things now that you have to do are like so much harder right now because mm -hmm. a freaking three pack of romaine lettuce is like $20 and it's like my Caesar salad costs me freaking $20 to make, you know what I mean? So it's like, no wonder that's probably, you know how I said in the beginning, like I see on Facebook, so many people are in it right now. I bet yeah. you, you know, I don't really want to not in today's episode. I don't think we should dive too, too much into like 
politics, but, um, you know, it, um, we can't, and again, again, this goes back to giving ourselves grace. Half the time, it has nothing to do with you and I. No. It's all like external shit that's going on. And a person can only take so much. And like you and I, because that's just, we're just chit chatting, you know, we're also moms and we also work. And, you know, we also, you know, keep a household together and all these things and you have a relationship and all this stuff and it's like no wonder relationship <laughs> shush you're basically a wife we went over this last don't, one don't say these words i don't like this word i'm i'm not i'm not the marriage type i'll never be the marriage type and i've 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 told him that many many times i'm like no and like no and he's like, really? like never and i'm like no basically i know but that word wife just kind of like you're dry. Okay. Up. Like All right. None on a Sunday. Okay. We're dry. We won't. Use it. <laughs> and then here's me being like, actually, I kind of teeter on it where I'm like, I would love to be a wife. But at the same time, the idea of getting married, like scares the living shit out of me. And I think that that is just because of like, everybody's always left. Everything has always fallen apart. Everything has always failed. And so I'm like, why would I get married for it just to fail? <laughs> and I know that that's like not a good thing. And I mean, I've just probably never found my person that I that I would confidently walk into that space of life with. But anyway, 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 besides the point, we don't need to, I'm trying to stay on track here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're venting so i mean if we kind of fall a little bit off of the the the, the track or the train kind of gets derailed a little bit it's not that bad it's okay <laughs> give yourself some grace give us take my own huh? damn advice take your own damn advice there mrs coach lady but i am the worst at that i'm constantly oh, giving my client shit and i'm like you didn't eat today you have to eat hit those macros and then i look at me and i'm like i've had okay. two pieces of toast today <laughs> If you were to actually like, let's jump into this for a second. Okay. So I didn't eat breakfast today. I had a Starbucks coffee with lactose free milk and sugar free vanilla because I don't put sugar. I'm trying not to put sugar in my coffee. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then I had uh, like a pork roast with potatoes and carrots. But like when I say this, I mean like it was split between myself and another coworker. She feeds me every now and again. Okay. And then I came home and I had um, hot dogs without buns because I don't want the bread. And I had salad for dinner. And then I kind of ordered my son some takeout and may have gotten myself something that I didn't need. What did you get yourself? <laughs> Popcorn, chicken, poutine. <laughs> Jeez Louise! When I realized, I thought about this, I'm like, in that one little bowl was everything I ate all day long. And then some. And like, way to finish off with a bang. Let's do some gravy, some cheese, some carbs. Some, I mean, you got like probably two grams of protein in there, so you're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good. 
Um, <laughs> cheese curds, again, you know, whatever. But like potatoes, I didn't eat all the fries if it's any consolation. I picked what I wanted out of the bowl. So really, I ate the fucking, the, the gravy, the chicken, and the cheese. But <laughs> I was so mad at myself because I was like, you know, you really weren't doing that bad. Because like you had a massive bowl of salad. And when I mean massive, like it was like a massive ass bowl of salad. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm happy with that. And then I like ordered him something because I'm like, it's too hot to cook. And now he doesn't want like anything that I have in the house. Use your barbecue. I did. Mm. We have we barbecued hot dogs yesterday. But like for the most part, getting back on track with eating, I've been mm -hmm. doing really well. Like that's been my only like personal goal is not eating like a 16 year old frat boy. And mm -hmm. today I feel like I kind of wrecked it. So as a coach person, what would you say to me? What kind of shit would you give me? Well, I tell you that make sure that that shit doesn't happen tomorrow. And tomorrow <laughs> before you, before you get your coffee, I want to, I want you to go downstairs and I want you and I think I've told you this before, but I want you to, before you even touch your freaking coffee in the morning, you need to have an eight ounce glass of water and you need to have at least like whatever size of cup so that the, the taste is fine, but, and some greens. So a, two separate cups, one of water, and then I want you to get a green supplement and take your greens in the morning. There's flavored greens out there. Some taste like citrus, berry. I don't give a shit. I drink yeah, this whole thing before I leave my bedroom in the morning every morning. And you should do, and before that even happens. And then I know you're kind of weird on the eggs. So, but I mean, if you cook your own eggs, you're fine. But I love eggs. Yeah, I but, would eat eggs all day long. I'm saying Scrambled, if you cook them yourself. Fried, hard boiled, love eggs. And that's what I tell all my clients is like, if you like eggs, you have no excuse not to be eating breakfast because eggs take like fucking three minutes to cook, okay? So even if you are the busiest bitch on the planet, you can throw some eggs into a pan and go scramble those bitches up, put some salt and pepper on them or whatever. And there you go. There's your breakfast. And there's like protein. That's what you need to start your day with before you go and have a coffee. So that's what I would tell you is before you start your day. Water, greens, and some freaking <laughs> eggs, man. Without some, without some carbs. I can do and that. That will set your day off better. And then the fact, like, you know how everyone's like, oh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It has nothing to do with the fact that you know it's whatever, like good food or anything like that. The reason breakfast is so important and why it's the most important meal of the day is because it sets up, it sets you up for the rest of the day. If you skip breakfast, or if you eat like a shitty breakfast, if you just eat like a bowl of fucking Fruit Loops, then the rest of the day, your insulin is going to be all out of whack. Your blood sugar is going to be all out of whack, especially for you. And for you, and then what? Mine already doesn't work. <laughs> and then, well, it, so, it kind of doesn't, kind of doesn't. So then, if you skip it, you're either going to be you know, having like, if, so if you skip breakfast, your insulin's going to be out of whack too. your blood sugar because you're skipping it and you're technically doing a fast and fasting is not good for women. And then two, you are then going to like come around like 11 noon, one o'clock 
and you're going to be starving. And so then that's when we just reach for the quickest, easiest thing. And nine times out of 10, if you haven't prepped, then you're grabbing something that's not the best for you. And so then you're kind of screwed there. Or if you start your day with something that's not good, like, you know, you're starting whatever waffles, cereal, freaking just some granola, like something that's not good. Then you're spiking your blood sugar, you're spiking your insulin. And so then you're going to crash by, you know, depending on what time you wake up, whatever, let's say like 10 o'clock, you are crashing. And then all of a sudden you're reaching for more coffee or you're reaching for an energy drink or you're reaching for sweets or you're reaching for carbs because as your body functions, those are the things that it knows will give it the quickest amount of energy because your body processes carbs and fats, but carbs quicker than anything. So your body knows as it's as just because your body's smart, it knows like I'm tired, I need carbs. So then even if, even if you don't mean to, so then that's when people are grabbing like muffins or donuts or a sandwich or what a burger because your body's craving it because it needs energy. So that's why we need to start with a balanced breakfast, prioritize protein, a balanced breakfast, because then it sets you up. You're going to be fuller longer. Your blood sugar is going to be more regulated. Your insulin is going to be more regulated. And so then that way throughout the day, you're going to find yourself grabbing less crap. And yeah, there's my coach spiel. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I love how passionate you were. I was like, oh, really I'm in. very passionate about this, man. <laughs> and it's funny because i would literally eat like breakfast food like eggs all day long then eat eggs i would be happy eat eggs all day long then i do not care throw in some egg whites (laughs) so you just get more protein but eggs are eggs are the shit eggs are like eggs are superfood Seriously, if you want to call them like sleeper food, like kale, eggs, man. They have so many vitamins and minerals in them. They have packed full of protein. It's good fat, good cholesterol. Fuck those like early 2000 people are like, eggs give you high cholesterol. You know what's giving you high cholesterol? McDonald's. Not eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just so you're aware, you do not have to edit this out because this is like pure content right there. But that's one of those little like snippets we're gonna take out of this. That was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I love every second of that. <laughs> oh man. No, it's it's a hundred percent true. Like that's my downfall with food. But because I'm diabetic, I also like have to think to myself, okay, I, I want that burger or I want that freaking sandwich or I don't really like donuts. I think they're gross. But like oh. I do know like reaching for the energy drink or you know, the, the next coffee from Tim's or from Starbucks or, well, those are the only two places I get coffee from because I don't like McDonald's, but um, I totally 100% can like resonate with that because that is 100% me, mm-hmm. big time. But also as a hairstylist, when you have, and I work for like the McDonald's of hair salons, it's literally 99 billion served. Okay. <laughs> There's no time to eat sometimes. But we make time and we do pretty good at it. And like I said, my coworker, she feeds me and she makes good food. <laughs> and it's an actual like normal portion. So I felt really good today. And then like I totally ruined it. I was like, man, you did not need to order that. It was not for you. It was not for you. Well, and 
I mean, I deal with clients and even myself when I was in the salon, when you have a job or even like stay at home moms and stuff, right. That like, we're constantly doing shit. If you, if you're, if you're a person that is like, I'm too busy to eat, that's bullshit. You are too busy to eat three meals a day. You are not too busy to eat. So you need to make your grazing and your snacking healthier. You need to like have healthy snacks. So if you are making freaking deviled eggs with like no fat mayo, um, if you are, or low fat mayo, whatever, <clears throat> if you are making, if you are having like pep and cheds, if you don't know what that is, cause you're not in Canada, like pepperoni and cheddar sticks, you know, you are having, um, you're making yourself like a little freaking bento box with some, uh, nuts, a little bit of cheese and some like turkey meat. And that way, and like some healthier crackers because you do need carbs, you know? And so that way you can just grab and go because yeah, you are too busy. You're too busy probably to sit down and stand there in front of the microwave for three minutes and nuke your meal. And then you have to sit there with a fork and a knife and you have to sit and eat and like the whole thing. Yeah, sure. It's only 15 minutes, but that's 15 minutes that you don't have. So if you can sit down and go, oh, I just can grab little snacks and they're healthy snacks protein prioritize protein then you know or you get yourself those little freaking low sugar no sugar yogurt cups love those have tons protein to me, you know, as, like, before i was diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic i would sit down and i'd have like a meal so like a lunch right where you have like you know your portions it's an actual plate you sit down fork and knife style and eat my problem was what i didn't know is before i was diagnosed as type 2 I would eat and I would immediately be knocked right out. But it's because my sugars and my insulin were not regulating. They weren't working with each other. My insulin partially only knows what its job is and what to do. And my sugar, my liver's like, oh, you're tired. She needs more sugar. She's falling asleep. We need to wake her up. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> then I, you know, speaking with doctors and dietitians and nutritionists, it was, it's easier for me to eat little tiny things all day long. Yeah. Than it is to eat like an actual like sit down meal. The only sit down meal that I actually enjoy is dinner. Yeah, breakfast isn't like a huge massive sit down meal for me. It's like uh, a, a breakfast sandwich or a breakfast wrap that I've made because I'm weird with eggs. Okay, um, but I also get breakfast wraps in the morning from other places. Tim's. I get a breakfast sandwich from Starbucks once in a while. I also like their egg bites. They're really tasty. They're egg expensive, but you know, but at the same time, for me, in my mind, I'm still putting something of a like, um, like something healthy in my in, in my body to start my day and to keep me going. But the only meal I actually enjoy sitting down to eat is dinner. But if I were to sit down and eat like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then like the odd snack, I would be tired all day long. Yeah, because my and sugar high all day long yeah and the point like when you're diabetic then snacking more throughout or if you have pcos or anything snacking basically if you have an insulin or resistance snacking throughout the day keeps your and like healthier snacks throughout the day is it keeps your levels at a level as at level right because you're just constantly kind of like feeding them whereas yeah. you know you eat breakfast you spike, 
regardless of if you eat something healthy or not, this is what the body does. You spike a bit and then you're going to crash back down. And then at like noon, you're going to eat and you're going to spike. And then you're going to crash back down. And then at dinner, you're going to spike, you know? And like when people have normal insulin and blood sugar regulation, all that, that's fine. But with people that have diabetes or anything like that, like that's where you, yeah, experience like extreme exhaustion. Those spikes. Um, So if you can just snack throughout the day, then um, you, that won't really happen as much. Right. Um, So, yeah. Anyway. Sorry, we need- we really- <laughs> but it's okay. We went on a, went on a coach um, little binge there. But no, I think, you know, that could be part of your creating, because I know for you, and we've talked about this before on here, I know for you, like, you beat yourself up a lot about your diabetes or your um, body of any sort. I mean, we all do, but... Um, And so one of your things that you could do for like that baseline that we're talking about to help you not feel so like how you were talking about like, oh, I just freaking throw in the towel because I just haven't been able to hit perfection. Like your baseline is that water, those greens and some freaking eggs in the morning. You hit that on the daily. There you go. Then you're not going to feel like such a bag of shit throughout the day for like eating like shit. Because you set yourself up in the better in the morning. And then you're also going to feel good that you're doing something in the morning, every morning, that's going to better your health. There's your baseline. Where do I get greens? What's greens? I'll send you some links. There's greens on everywhere. You can get them on on Walmart nowadays. But, like, it's just literally a green supplement. It's green powder. Um, You can get them on Amazon, any freaking grocery store, Walmart, Superstore, anything. They're so popular now. Um, and there's a million and one flavors. There's like chocolate flavored. There's creamsicle. There's friggin' berry. There's citrus. There's lemonade. There's plain. There's all these different ones. Um, and yeah, just there's like, they call it flavorless. It's not really flavorless, but, um, you know, and just throw it in a water. And especially if you get like the citrus one, like so many of my clients like the citrus one, because it's kind of like, you know, people wake up, they drink orange juice. Well, you just like, Drink your citrusy greens and you feel good about yourself. And it's good for you, right? There's like vitamins and minerals and um, helps with gut health, um, all this sort of stuff. And so many of them have like um, uh, chlorophyll and spirulina and stuff in there. So um, really, really good for your gut health and really, really good for like other aspects of your body. I, I think everybody should be on a green supplement. It doesn't matter you if you're a vegetarian you should be on a green supplement because there's so many other little things in there that help it and they're so affordable like the freaking tub is huge and they're like 20 bucks yeah we'll have to check this out yeah i see stuff like that all the time like online and on 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 social media and stuff and i'm like i don't trust people online that ag1 thing that's going around everywhere that everybody's losing their shit over and all the freaking um yeah that one yeah, that influencers have. It you're paying for a brand. It is a green supplement. Go to Walmart and get yourself a green supplement and save yourself a hundred dollars. Like it, it's the same thing. It's a green supplement. Go get. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled by AG One just for that right there. <laughs> Be like, bitch, this isn't Nike. <laughs> Oh man, we went on a little binge there, but uh. but that's okay. It's 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 kind of nice to like like it's just 
you know, divert every now and again, because it does also ding, 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 pull you out of the fucking funk. Yeah. There. <laughs> you know, can you feel right now? See, see, I'm a miracle worker. <laughs> I feel so much better than I did walking into this podcast. Yeah. Sometimes you just kind of like, you, you just need that like positivity. And I've, I've recently been told that I was being really, really negative and I had no idea. Like, I thought I was just kind of like venting, you know, you, like you just have those friends and those people you can talk to, you can vent to. And I was like venting, but I didn't realize that it was like constant. Like every day it was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and so when she actually like said that to me, like directly to my face, she was like, you've just been really negative and I don't want that in my world. And I was like, so you dropped me like a sack of potatoes? I needed you. And she's like, but I didn't need the negativity. And I was like, but I needed you, damn it. And so I understood where she was coming from. And she's like, I get where you're coming from, where like, I'm your person, like, and I'm that person where that you come to with like everything and anything that's going on. But now I'm like, well, what can I talk about? <laughs> Is it going to be negative? How do I like say it without it sounding negative? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, ADHD, get out of your damn head and just leave it alone. Yeah. Because it's not that way. Right? Like you can talk about anything and you can vent. And if it is truly negative, I'm just going to be like, yo, disclaimer, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that in there all the time and be like, just so you're aware, I might be a little negative, but I will come out of it. I just need you to listen to me for like five minutes. There you okay. go. I, mean, I, think that, I, yeah. I do it for her. I do it for anybody. We should all have that little disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of disclaimers. Disclaimer, I'm loud. Disclaimer, I'm crazy. Disclaimer, I'm going to be negative for the next five minutes. Just bear with me. <laughs> Let me have five, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, today... I had to call 911. What? Yeah. I Why have I not heard about this? I went outside to have a, a smoke break today. And I went out the back door because I wanted to hide in the shade because it's like 30 million degrees. And well, I'm fluffy and I'm already warm naturally. So me and the heat don't get along. I like it when I'm in the water, but not when I'm on dry land. Anyway, so <laughs> I go outside. And I can see this guy. My this guy or the sky? This guy. Oh, okay. And he's sitting on the ground. One of his hands is like bent like this. The uh -oh. other one's up like this uh -oh. on the side of a compost bin. Uh -oh. He's got himself wedged in between like a yellow pole and a compost bin. And he's got like a stroller and a and a. a Oh my god what that what's that thing called that you sit in <laughs> what what's a the shopping thing that, cart no the thing that you sit in in the hospital a wheelchair there you go <laughs> just like gone don't even know what it is so, and, and a wheelchair sitting there and he's like all fucked up and contorted and so i like walk over and i'm like trying to get close to him without getting too close to him and i'm like looking and i'm like dude are you breathing and like, I'm just looking at his coat, trying to see. And I'm yeah. like, 
oh, and I look at Brittany and I'm like, I think he's dead. Oh my gosh. And then <clears throat> another like business owner in between like where our shop is, there's a business and like a dinner place and then there's Starbucks. And he's at the back and he's loading things into the back of his shop. And he like, he's like, oh, are you trying to see if he's awake? And I was like, I'm trying to see um, if he's alive. alive. And he like walks over. He's like, hey, buddy. And I was like, dude. Meanwhile, at this point now, I'm on the phone with 911. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. Like, he's got some marks all over his legs and hands. And he doesn't look so good. Like, his ankles look really messed up. And like, I don't know if he's breathing. I can't tell. But then Buddy woke him up and he was he was breathing. And he was kind of like mad that I called EMS. And I was like, well, we're just going to back off a little bit. But yeah, I had to call and then EMS came and they like assessed him and stuff and he didn't want to go with them. So they called the dope team. This guy was all like high on fentanyl. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? But I just stood there and like my heart broke for this man. Yeah. Because it's just, it's such a sin. Like I, whether it's, it, it's drug abuse or mental health or a combination of both, it's just so sad. And I was like, okay. And then we like kept tabs on him for the rest of the day until we left for the day and uh him and his friend like left together and his friend's like no i was watching him i was just like you know panhandling over here but i was keeping an eye on him and i'm like he's sitting in direct sunlight and like he's gone he's in another world man how was he dressed was he like in a bunch was, of clothes you know those like heavy plaid coats that matthew wears what he was wearing one of those and he was wearing sweatpants and one of his pant legs was like hiked all the way up to his knee. But like his ankles, the one was like huge. And then the other one is like this little rickety chicken leg. So you can tell oh, it has like, something's wrong. Some sort of infection, probably. Busted ankle infection. Who knows? And he's like barely walking and like wheelchairing. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I can't even like this is this is just so sad. And then the dope team was supposed to come and take him to go get an air boot, like for his leg. And I'm like, oh my God. Did they take him? I don't think they ever actually, we had to, one girl at my work, she called them and updated that they had moved, kind of moseyed on. Cause you have to call them and let them know if they've left the area or if you notice which direction they went. Like they have their description and everything. I'm sure they would have found him if they were out there, but like, it was probably a good hour and a half after EMS had left and the dope team still hadn't shown up. That makes me so mad. I mean, I well, know that there's so like much dealing with too, right? I was just going to say that. Summertime. Like I know you live in a big city and so there's probably so much, but that's just, I mean, at least EMS showed up at a good time, but I don't know. Oh, that stuff. We should do a oh, yeah, whole that episode. Was part of, that was part of why my uh, my day was kind of rough because I felt really bad. Yeah. there's You feel so helpless. You can't do anything. So, yeah. that That's just funny. Like, the positive, like, even just having, like, a positive conversation with someone or, like, getting it off your chest and then, like, getting some positivity out of it. Like, that right there has the power to pull each other. Like, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. Uh, but we started this thing. We talked on the phone before and I was like, Meh. and then now I we feel very sheepish about this one. We were like, oh, damn. Yeah. How are no, we this? Is, this? <laughs> this is great. So I hope that if 
you go through another funk or when I go through another funk or anybody who's listening goes through a funk, get some value out of this and go. And if you're going to do anything Mm -hmm. this weekend, then figure out your baseline, figure out your baseline routine, because that is really going to hold you accountable. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel some accomplishment and some pride in yourself. And you can only build from there. So that's what that's what I think. Free baseline. Yeah. Just like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, just a baseline. Something that's gonna benefit you every day, right? Set you up for success. Yours is eggs, water, and greens. (laughs) Got it. I was gonna say, like, oh well, I'll make my bed, but I have like a childhood reason why I don't make my bed. Okay. We'll dig into that next time. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Weird things. Weird things about your childhood. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Well, I have so many of those. That's a good idea. Well, all right, ladies and gents, we're going to call it a day. We're going to call uh, it a night because this funk is over. This funk is over. It's funkin' over. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. We should keep that somehow, some way. It's funkin' over. All right. <laughs> We're rolling out. Have a freaking fantastic evening. Don't forget, move your body, drink your water, do your positive affirmations. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. <laughs>